Welcome to the Paul Jacoby Podcast with your host, Paul Jacoby. All right, and welcome to the Paul Jacoby Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Jacoby. And before we begin, go ahead and smack that subscribe button. We're begging for subscribers here, and we highly appreciate it. (laughs) All right, but without further ado, let me introduce you to our special guest today, former playmate, now physical trainer, the one, the only, Cindy Suzuki. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. It's great to see you again. Thank you for uh, joining. Yeah, I hit the mic. There we go. (laughs) There we go. Starting out with some mistakes, guys. We're slipping up, but hey, it's all entertainment for you, huh? It's all real. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, real quick, um, I I first off wanted to thank you. Uh, I first met you a couple years ago, and it was right considerably when I was new to LA you know we were in acting class together we were and, yeah and uh, you know like you're like the first like real model I ever like ran into it was a shocker right wait but, okay so that was actually I think four years ago right yeah now. yeah it was four years right? ago. I've almost been here five years so within my first year so yeah I, you know I, I don't know if um, that day it was actually my last day in that acting class. Really? So I caught you. Meant to be? Yeah, in that last five minutes that was my last day there, Yeah. you caught me. Well, that's the craziest thing to me, because like, walking through L.A., you, you constantly see these, these models, these actresses, and like you're kind of a renaissance woman where you do it all. Mm. You know, you sing, you <laughs> dance, you do it all. And, and it's weird because like, you know, from a third-person perspective, you see them and you're like, "Hey, they don't want to talk to me. They're probably, they probably want nothing to do with me." And when I met you, you were so kind. You were was so I? sincere. I yeah. Remember. And you were just, you were just so, so nice to me from the, from the start of yeah. things. And it's just like, that means a lot to, to me. Like mm-hmm. at the time, because it's like, you know, being new to LA, you're like, right. "Oh, you know, I'm just, I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut <laughs> and just not say anything." But you're just really sweet, and I've always noticed how kind you are, and um, what a hard worker you are. Thank you. Yeah, so I appreciate that. <laughs> but um, I also wanted to bring up this on a previous episode. Right. We got into the one time me and you were were going on a little workout, little mm-hmm. hike workout. Shout out. The Not pool. a little one. It was, <laughs> a, it was a hard one. It was a good one. Yeah. It was a good one. Well, for me, it was damn near impossible keeping up with you. Uh, she's a stud. Watch but you out, always guys. do. Well, that's the thing. I don't know how. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how. <laughs> I just follow. But um, I remember we were going up the Culver City steps, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I, I just look up and I see I see Logan Paul out of nowhere. Right. And I'm just like, I look at him and I'm like, oh, what's up, dude? And I was just like thinking back of it. Like I just barely saw him and he was walking by. And I was like, what's up, dude? And he, he like, just totally, like, looked away from me. Like, he wanted nothing to do with me. <laughs> and I, like, at first I was like, this dude's a total dick. All right. You know? Then I looked back at it, and I was like, he must have thought, like, we were together or something. Maybe he was looking away to avoid comp. Right, comp- right, like, right. And it's like, <laughs> and in my head, it's like, you've always been a, a real close friend, you know? So, like, I never even thought of it like that. And, like, when I told you, you're like, oh, yeah, oh. 
that I didn't dude. even notice. <laughs> I didn't even notice until we passed him. I was like, yeah. yeah, he was training for his, his big fight. Yeah, the big boxing match. Yeah, the big match. fight, yeah. Really good career. Uh, yeah. Hey, he was a lot more successful than me, so I can't hate yeah. too much, but... Yeah, just I remember that so distinctly. Then, like looking back at it, I was like, "Oh, he probably wasn't a jerk. He probably thought like, oh, I was like saying like, what's up? Like, are you staring at my girl or oh, something?'" Oh, that's what you. And were saying. yeah, that's what I was thinking. And I was <laughs> like, I was like, you know, looking at it, you know, third person, like out of my perspective, you know, I was like, I was like, maybe he was being just a cool guy, like, yeah. like, hey. Like, hey, I'm not trying to start problems. Mm. Like, you know, I was like... I don't know. Actually, you know, after you told me that, that we passed by him, I didn't realize. And then you know how we did a, a loop? We did our pull-ups. Yeah. We did our workouts. Mm-hmm. And then we came around and then we saw him again. Yeah. His vibe was a little, you know, like, hey, look, it's me, you know? <laughs> I, did, I didn't see that. I was, I, I yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know. I, I think, uh, you know, just looking back at the situation, and, like, I, I always try to look in the best of a person, but, mm-hmm. you know, he is he is a big shot, like, you know, his credit, he is a big shot he celebrity, is. you know, mm-hmm. very successful he, guy, yeah. and, um, you know, I just I just think for the time being, I was like, I was like, maybe he was being cool, you know, like, or maybe <laughs> he wasn't, maybe, like, I think, like, I thought he was looking at me when we were going up, yeah. that's why I was like, oh, what's up, dude? And then, like, I'm an idiot. Like, he was clearly <laughs> looking at you. You know, like, he was not looking at me. Mm. And, uh, like, just looking we back know. at it. We yeah. never know. We it's never know. So funny. <laughs> so funny the perspective. But, you know, like, um, when I say clearly looking at you, obviously, you're gorgeous. Okay. Uh, and, you know, like, um, uh, you probably have been for some time. But in the previous, uh, you previously, you know, have done modeling. You modeled for Playboy. And you're the first playmate I've sincere, sincerely ran into and spoke to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm like, honestly, I'm blown away by your, you know, kind personality. You're hardworking. Like, just the per- the motor behind you is incredible. Thank you. You know, you're always doing something. You're either working out or you're striving for mm-hmm. goals. And it's just incredible to watch you. But, um, you know, how do you run into something like that? The Playboy. Yeah. Uh... The Playboy cover was actually, um, the publisher contacted me, mm-hmm. asked me if I wanted to do a shoot, um, and then what basically happens is I did a shoot in LA, and yeah. then we kind of, not audition, but we send off the pictures to certain publishers, mm-hmm. um, and then Playboy said they wanted to publish me, so we said, okay, that's it. Oh, I, personally, <laughs> I thought I was like, maybe Hugh hit you up. Like, oh, I, right? I, I did he, he pass? I think he, he passed pass before. Yeah. Maybe what year was that? 2019. It's actually recent. Yeah, like 2019. Like pretty recent mm-hmm. though. It's not like I ever th- th- rum- rummaged through that magazine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Shout it out. But, uh, yeah, but uh, it, it's weird because it's like um, you know, like I come from Toledo, Ohio, some nowhere place. Shout out Toledo, by the way. We got a big football game going on at the the home high school. I threw this bad boy on. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. Oh, that's why you had it on. Yeah, go amazing. Irish, baby. Yeah, I'm a clown. <laughs> but um, it's just, you know, looking at a third person, you know, like, I never, like, when I was younger, never expected to run into, like, a Playboy model or mm-hmm. anything like that. 
And when you do, you always expect like, oh, they're probably cold. They're probably this way. They're probably that way. Mm. And you were just such a beautiful view of what it was not in my head and what it actually is. And it's it's astonishing to see. Mm-hmm. So it's like shout out to you for that one. And, um, you know, like there's a lot more behind than just being a pretty face. Oh, you know? thank you. Yeah, so that's pretty <laughs> cool. But, you know, like what was the shoot like? Like when you show up to something like that? A lot of people has this misconception that when you pl- when you do a shoot for Playboy like Australia, you have to go to Australia and yeah. then you shoot there, but you actually don't. I mean, <laughs> it, it's all you know, it's all virtual now. So I mean, you can shoot anywhere in the yeah. world. You have a you, green can screen. Shoot here. And you're there. Yeah, and yeah. then um, publish in Japan. You can publish in China. Mm-hmm. Anywhere. So basically, yeah, we we shot in Long Beach. Ooh! <laughs> Shout out Snoop Dogg. Long What's Beach. What's up, my man? <laughs> yeah, so we did a shoot in beautiful Long Beach, and then um, some of those were published in all over Europe, and then it was there were some that I did for Australia. Ooh, and the I, Aussies love you. Yeah, and then Maxim, I think that was Italy. Uh huh. So I mean. It, it was fun. It's like a, a, a normal shoot in L.A. So the way that, like, so is it like you said Maxim was featured in Italy. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, Maxim doesn't publish the same magazine everywhere, like, at once? Or how does that work? I'm, no. So mm-hmm. I don't have, like, the exact answer for that. But I know that it's – I each city and country yeah. has different people who owns it oh. so it's just the brand basically oh I, so you can buy playboy if you wanted to you can what's buy up? <laughs> you have your junior baby yeah. what's up you can basically make your own so it's all like different branches it's, yeah it's kind of like it's the, like mcdonald's uh, yeah, yeah i was about to say like mm-hmm. franchisees yeah. oh that's very it, it, right say hey shout out to you guys out there you want to be the next Playboy owner, the next Hugh, the, you know, whining and Whatever. dining these ladies and private <laughs> jets? That could be you, my man. What's up? Give people these dreams, right? Yeah, living, mean... living and loving, you know? <laughs> the, the world is too small, you know? We hey, but, by the way, shout out Eddie, our, our acting coach. I know. Does, doesn't he have a website? Maybe we can throw that. I think that. he does. Uh, yeah. We should, we should, we should uh, write, down write down here. We'll find it. <laughs> we'll, we'll tag him. We'll tag we'll him on the IG. Yeah, shout out to Yeah, he's, he's amazing. It, it, yeah. it, was, it was actually really interesting how it started, why I was in that class. Uh, how did that all happen? I know, I was going to ask you too. But, I mean, basically, it, it, it kind of comes down to the whole Playboy I had an inter- really? I had an interview with them, mm. and I've never been on camera. Really? Besides still f- photos, like yeah. modeling pictures, mm-hmm. but I needed to do like an on camera interview. Yes. And so I was like, I I've never been on camera. I never spoke on camera. Oh. And so my friend told me you should start acting classes. Yeah. Because you'll get used to being on camera. And I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I hate, really But I'm like, I hate acting. I hate, <laughs> I never want to be an act, actress. You know, I, that was never my interest. You seem to be pretty well in front of a camera. You for said that. That was, really, that was yeah. really interesting. It was because, you know, Eddie mm-hmm. teaches more um, commercial acting. Yeah. And so, you know, he gave me a script and said, you're on camera. Mm-hmm. You're on a commercial. This is your audition. Here you go. 
And I'm like, oh my god, I'm <laughs> so nervous. But then I fell in love with it. Yeah. And that's how it started. And then I actually decided I actually wanted to be an actress after that. I was like, yeah, it's crazy because I just like at first, like when I first went in there, it's like I was a hard nut to crack. You know, what I mean? <laughs> was like, were you? Yeah, it was. It was really tough for me because it's like I, I didn't ever see the transition. Like once you go in front of a camera and you start, you know trying to bring out all of these emotions right it's like there's that invisible barrier that you have right. to cross through mm-hmm. to be comfortable to love laugh smile you know cry, like all of that it's like it's almost like showing all of emotion to mm-hmm. to this mysterious person that's behind a camera yeah you have to be really vulnerable yeah and that that was huge for me too and yeah. that's why a lot of people says that acting is like therapy Oh yeah, because Absolutely. yeah, you you don't you're like when you're trying to cry on camera and you're like, wait, what is going on? Why can't I do this? <laughs> yeah. Or you know, even smiling was hard for me on camera. Let's say it was rough for me too. <laughs> right. Like anything was rough <laughs> yeah. at the beginning. Like I just I remember seeing Eddie's face and being like, sorry, dude. <laughs> it was like. And it, what what did he what did he make you do the first time? Uh, I mean, like a lot of it was just like like you said, starting off with just commercial bits. He started off real small for me. He's like, he's like, he tried to do things where he thought I would do well. He's like, you've, you've been through something like that mm-hmm. before, haven't you? I'm like, sure. I was like, what? I, it's just like, yeah. As as someone that's always like, for me, I'm you know like an like an extrovert. You know, like I, I'm very personable. Like mm-hmm. when I see someone, I talk, and I'm mm-hmm. all over the place, and you know, I'm a character. And but like, you stick a camera in front of my face, and it's like, continue being that all character. Right. It's like, yeah. It's like, oh, these invisible bars mm-hmm. just went around me. But, you know, like he he was so patient, so kind, and mm-hmm. so loving. Yeah. You know, trying to walk me through that process. Mm. You know. So. Uh, so it was a good experience. Oh, it's a great experience. It literally changed my life. Yeah. I mean, I I decided I wanted to act. I decided that I wanted to do more entertainment stuff oh absolutely i mean i've seen your career just blossom since then too <laughs> right no <You> know? <laughs> it did help me with my confidence for sure yeah. <laughs> right. little old me <laughs> <laughs> no but i was actually when you um asked me to be on podcast yeah i was actually talking about that to to a couple of people i was like that's amazing i met paul four years ago mm-hmm in an acting class we both started off like in that acting class yeah. and then you're doing stand-up comedy now i'm like that's so ballsy of you like i can never do that but i say that but then uh, i'm here you know like yeah, this, this is you're crazy right, you're right back in front of the camera <laughs> right. doing your thing and it's like with stand-up comedy it's it's crazy to me because it's like it's for me like it was so scary and so frightening to get on stage because I, I actually did stand up before in Toledo, mm-hmm. like which is so small scale mm-hmm. compared to like, Los Angeles, but um, but when I when I had to go back up because I quit because I bombed real bad once. Oh. Yeah. And I quit and you know like I almost swore it off like mm-hmm. mentally. Mm-hmm. How and long ago was that? It was like five six years ago. Oh okay. May, well now like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I I don't remember what age I was. It was like 25, 26. But, uh, yeah, long story short, when I came back to it, I was, like, so fearful because it's, like, I had such a passion to get back on stage. But, like, the fear of 
bombing so bad that you're gonna lose something you love to do mm. was so strong that yeah. like it took me two like two months to really gain the courage mm. to just go to an open mic and, yeah. and do five minutes yeah did you learn anything from that though oh I learned A so lot. much yeah. it's like like um for one like I, I went up like I was so scared that I went up and I practiced at least 30 to 50 times so it it was a lot yeah but I, I had my lines down verbatim for it was like a five minute monologue mm-hmm. think of it that way yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like where you just I like knew all my jokes and it, it was five minutes and I had no pause in it mm-hmm. I was like I'm just gonna ram, ram these jokes down mm-hmm. people's throats mm-hmm. and just get off stage yeah and that, honestly it's what I did it wasn't terrible like the world didn't burned down <laughs> and everyone died you know yeah. like the, yeah. the craziest fears that you have right uh, these assumptions and it's like in reality it's like nothing's ever as bad as you think no it could be. it's all in your head yeah yeah for sure but you know what is like one of the last things you've been at because i know you're super active and you're you're super goal oriented uh what was mm-hmm. one of the last things you've been been into like a like a big big thing uh, what, I whatever. mean, well, that's what a lot of the, the viewers out there in, uh, you know, small town America, shout out to us, <laughs> baby. Um, what it's it's hard to understand is like some days you're on a one day shoot that's super small. Right. And it doesn't pay a lot. But the next day you could be on the biggest film set ever. Right. And it pays a bunch. But it's like you have to have that drive to grab the little job. And, mm-hmm. and the big job yeah. and keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, uh, so going back to what my big thing was last, um, Coldplay's, I, I was on Coldplay's music video. Ooh, I mean, my brother loves Coldplay's. <laughs> What's I love up, Coldplay man? Too. Yeah. It was actually interesting because, um, I was, like, a Coldplay's song came on. Yeah. In, like, I don't know, probably a mall or something. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, I remember this song. This is cool. And then I got a call back from, um, a production company told me I had a, a shoot. Got there, and then Coldplay, uh, the lead singer, was there, and he's super nice. He's really? the nicest guy. He goes up to everyone and says thank you. And it's always you know, rare it's when amazing. you see see like an artist or the the top tier talent mm-hmm. that you're working with. Yeah. The ones that take the time to walk around to us. Oh yeah us regulars yeah especially yeah you know somebody big like that he doesn't have to do that you know yeah I I spoke recently on a a previous podcast about like um like I had uh one of the talents was Metro Boomin Mm -hmm. by the way forgot his name in that podcast but (laughs) he's a music producer right and uh after he was done you know, he went around, he, was, he thanked all the cat, like mm-hmm. all the, every single person from PA to producer. That's amazing. And he's like, hey, thank you so much. And he's like a music yeah. guy, you know, yeah. and he's like, he's like, and I just looked at him, I was like, dude, don't change, man, you're great. Yeah, and I he, think those are the ones, those are yeah. the people that are going to last. Oh, absolutely. And it's like, then it's like, you, I've heard a story of which, like, talent is never on time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, right. you, you show up to any production and mm-hmm. it's like, minimum an hour Hour late yeah yeah. and it's like it is what it is they have a busy Mm -hmm. schedule whatever for whatever reason and the next thing you know you're sitting around for a couple hours and like you're not like literally you work a guaranteed Mm -hmm. hour so like Mm -hmm. it's just it's a pain in the neck but 
Uh, we heard that The Rock didn't do that. The Rock was early to mm. his shoot, and he shook everyone's yeah. hand, and he was just super kind. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird, because I, I also mentioned he has, a, like, a Black Adam story. <laughs> that yeah. uh, He was, like, the opposite mm. towards fans, and yeah. I was like, you know, I, I love seeing that Yeah, stuff. I think with him I've heard a lot of stories about how it's because he's been through hard times, you know, so he has a lot of gratitude towards what, what he's doing now. Absolutely. So he's just, every day, he's just thankful for what he's doing. Right, yeah. it's wild. Yeah. But, uh, like, I don't, speaking of uh, going through stuff, I know that, um, you know, just reading through a uh, limited, you know, bio that you have online on your, your website, shout out. Shout out mommysindysuzuki.com. <laughs> what is up? No, um, yeah, I have to shout out to, to my friend Adam because he's the one that started that site for me. Oh, thanks, I never Adam. Had, thanks, Adam. Thanks, bud. <laughs> um, I, I noticed that, you know, um, you're an American now, uh, but American you immigrated from Chiba, Japan. Is I that was. correct? Yes. And, you know, just reading through your bio a little bit, you said... You said growing up, you always felt like you were considered some some outcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that through the being, you know, an immigrant to America, or you know, like what? How how did you feel like? Um. So actually, both. Um, okay. I was going back and forth since I was about seven to fourteen. Okay. Every couple of months, I would go to Japanese school in Japan, and then I would come back to America and then go to American school. So I wasn't very good in either oh. languages or school. It's like you were falling behind. Because yeah, you were and separating. I was moving schools all the time, so I was I didn't have much friends. Yeah. Um. So yeah, in America, people would consider me to be a fob. You know, I couldn't speak very well English, and uh-huh. um, I wasn't really good in school, and I didn't have much friends, so I got yeah. bullied a lot. And then when I was in Japan, it was the same thing. Um, so I was kind of struggling both 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 ways, oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, growing up I was uh, I was very skinny. I was really really skimpy. Uh, skimpy, skimmy, skinny. <laughs> How do you say that? <laughs> I think skinny Skin- works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. English is not my second language. I mean, English is my second language. So, mm-hmm. um, and then in Japan, it was it was you know people saw me as a as a non-Japanese um, you know the way I was dressing the way I uh, looked I totally I can totally understand that like uh, my my dad's a traveling salesman mm-hmm. so like I you know I born in Toledo we moved to Arizona moved to Texas moved you know multiple times in those states then moved back to Toledo and it's it's hard when you come into a school like yeah. you were saying and yeah. everyone's been friends since they were right. five right. you know and it's like you're like hey Love me too. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. It's tough. But not speaking a language clearly either. It's got to be a, a huge barrier to yeah. get by. Mm-hmm. So uh, what what do you think was your toughest like uh did you learn more English in school or how do what was the the toughest thing about that? So since English is not my first language, mm-hmm. they make you take uh, ESL classes, which is English second language classes, uh-huh. which is like, you know, when everyone else is learning to read books, yeah. I'm still doing ABCs. So uh-huh. even they kind of hold you back because they think that you're not you're not knowledgeable enough to do normal mm-hmm. schoolwork, and so that held me back a lot, um, and that was really tough. But 
I don't know what it was that I, I think I was a very happy kid yeah so I, I was kind of like you I used to go up on stage like if I go uh-huh. to Disneyland or anywhere yeah I would before the show starts I would go up on stage and I start dancing <laughs> and I would start singing because I wanted people to smile and laugh mm-hmm. and like when I saw that people were bored I, I wanted everyone to have a good time yeah so I was like that and but my parents were very very um you know Japanese people were very like don't, don't do that yeah don't yeah, you so know well. don't act crazy you have to be social so I was very um, you know I, ha- I couldn't sh- be myself yeah and yeah. so slowly I, I started getting um, really shy that's that's the to be honest as like someone that grew up in America there is something special about watching those Japanese mm-hmm. videos where everyone's walking on the right yeah. side yeah and I, you know the, the way they're walking mm-hmm. on the left and the other way and it's like there's something special like obviously there's got to be a, a a nice middle ground to that because yeah. like in america it is just like it's interesting you go to a subway station yeah. and it's just like people going anywhere on mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. running around being crazy yeah I, I tell people that all the time it's almost like the opposite of america where in japan it's very about worry about other yeah. people don't worry yeah. about yourself and that's, then that's crazy that's yeah, awesome that's awesome it, that's what they yeah. say but, but we're very suppressed Japanese people uh-huh. are very suppressed because we're not able to show our feelings or you know we have to act a certain way so that we don't offend other people absolutely and then when we come to America I, that's why I fell in love with America because we're, it, it's so free mm-hmm. alright alright we gotta we gotta go to our first commercial okay. break we will be right back Bye. All right, guys, welcome to Paul Jacoby Podcast Merch Store. As you can see, we got all the goodies. Here's a hoodie with a little logo on front and on back. That's crazy. We got that. We got coffee mugs. We got T-shirts. We got tanks. We got it all, baby. Now back to you in the podcast. Kaboom. All right, guys, and we are back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> Pretty cool merch stuff right there, huh? All right. Hey, check out the merch. I think Cindy wants a t-shirt. I do. <laughs> Extra small. Extra small. <laughs> uh, my uh, my dad used to say this dad joke. He's like, he's like, Paul, grab me a t-shirt t-shirt and xs i'm like dad you're not <laughs> extra small he's like yeah, yeah. extra studly oh my god <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like you're oh the worst god. dad that's so cute yeah that's my dad for you. if you ever like everyone loves my Aww. dad because he's like that he's like that with everyone like he's the type of guy that he'll enter a room mm-hmm. and 20 minutes later he'll leave the room with three new best friends oh yeah and it's, it's that's sweet no it sucks it's oh, really because everyone's like <laughs> Oh, your dad's so nice. It's like I want my, I want me to be the nice, Aww. happy guy. You know, but, You're yeah. probably gonna be like him. More. Well, I love my dad, so it's like, you know, that's that's uh, for every, every kid's probably the same way. You know, like oh, that's my hero. Mm. So it's like, yeah, it's like that. But um, speaking of heroes, though, wow. you know, I, I'm gonna bring this up. Okay. Uh, one of my, I've seen on. You know Instagram and whatnot that you've trained with one of my biggest man crushes of my life. Who is that? That's Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. Yeah, what was that? Like? <laughs> Marky t- Mark. Tell me a little bit about that experience. It was it was cool. <laughs> 
it's he's he's a really nice guy. He's a um. So he, his um his, I mean like everyone can act nice yeah. in, in front of a camera yeah. for you know fifteen to thirty seconds on. Oh yeah, no on, he's on he's but. great. He um I actually didn't know that it was Mark Wahlberg when I first saw him. Not because I didn't know who he was or because he he looks just like how he does on TV, but yeah. um I just didn't think that it was him. And he just comes up to me and he's like, hey, how are you? I was like, oh, I'm good. And he's like, so um, is there any good place to eat around here? And, <laughs> and, and just so we a just. Regular <laughs> just a no, normal yeah. guy. And so, um. I mean, he's a really cool guy, though. He's really, really nice. He's he's a hard worker. I mean, he gets up oh, at yeah. what, like 3 a.m.? 3 a.m. every morning? Some crazy type of regime that he, like, regiment yeah. that he's on. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, something like a 3.30 or 4 a.m. Yeah. Like it's workout and then the next thing it's like geez, but he makes you really think like anybody can do it yeah he had to get really big for like a movie recently and then now he, and then he got ripped yeah, like in those, three months he's, he's ripped now yeah the last thing i saw on him he's pretty ripped up but yeah uh so i saw that you met is f45 like does is that his gym or i think he's affiliated with the um i don't know if he owns part of it is he but like sponsored? he is sponsored yeah so f45 you got my girl over here and my boy too marky mark marky what's mark. up dude f45 is great yeah we, we gotta amazing. get you on the we gotta get you on the podcast mark you know that's that's the next step we got cindy here you're up next big guy oh uh, okay yeah, yeah. i mean you never know yeah he's like hell no hell no i'm not coming on but, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm sure you meet a lot of people, like, at your level of fitness. You know, like, um, I saw recently you had a post, you're like, this was year 2000-something. Mm. you like, before you worked uh-huh. out and, like, showing a picture on, like, the right or whatever of you working out now. And it's like, you've always been a beautiful woman. Thank you. You know, obviously. But, um, you know, you can tell the difference in just much toner, much cleaner look. Than, than where you were at before. What motivated you to get into the gym? Mm, a lot of things. But I was just going to say how, how you know, it's, it's really nice. You, you know, mm-hmm. I, I have people telling me all the time, like, you know, you were be- you're beautiful, this and that. But that wasn't who I was. Yeah. S- like mm-hmm. six years ago, before that. Um, I got made fun of a lot for being the ugly, ugly kid. Really? Yeah, so... Watch out, guys. You can, Watch anybody out. can, I know, right? Yeah. Um, so it's actually pretty surprising. That I mean, that's that's the reason why I started modeling and all of that, because I just wanted to work on myself um, yeah. so I can have self-worth, basically, because, Absolutely. you know, all of my life just being told that I was ugly and um, I was never going to be anything, that, you know, I was like, you know what? Screw you guys! I'm I'm gonna do it. I was about to say what what made the what made the huge difference to you, or was it just like kind of that negative energy that you turned into a positive thing? Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's it was almost a good thing in in a sense. In a sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, all my life just being a call, you know, telling myself that I was ugly and having this story of being like the ugly kid and um, never being beautiful. It kind of lit a fire under your it ass did. a little bit. Like, I was like, I'm going to change. I'm going to show everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you guys, uh, I've done multiple workouts with her and uh, 
she kicks my ass every <laughs> single time. Uh, I, I can't think of a time where it's like, I remember I was running, I was running half marathons every other day. And um, I, I don't think we saw each other for a little while. Uh-huh. It's like, I was like, hey, you want to do the steps sometime soon and get yeah, a workout yeah. in? She just smokes me up these steps. I'm literally running seven minute mile half marathons. And she just smokes me up these <laughs> steps. I'm like, God damn. I love those steps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you're, you're not only, you know, like, I know a lot of people, just great genetics. They, they look fit all the time. But, mm-hmm. like, you are the real deal holy field, you know, like. Yeah, I think that's why I wanted to share that. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, they ask me all the time, like, is your calves genetic? And, you know, like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm too skinny. Or I'm too I'm too big, or that's my body type. But I've yeah. been both, you know. I've been really yeah. really skinny, and I've been chubby too. Mm-hmm. So uh, anybody can do yeah. it if they put their mind to it. Yeah, you know? I'm in the same boat with you on that one. It's uh, it's like um, you know, you might be blessed with a, a certain type of physique, but you know, the the hard work and everything behind that's definitely going to take you to yeah. another level yes. for sure. But um. You know, you've always worked super hard, and now that you're you're in more of the you know like music videos and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I noticed you were in like a Little Wayne thing a while oh, ago. Oh yeah. What's what's something like? What's a rap video atmosphere like? <laughs> that one was actually. I mean, it's 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 always different. You can't expect all you know rap videos to was be. Was Weezy nice. there? Yeah, yeah. Shout out, Weezy F, baby. Did you watch the video? <laughs> uh, I, I, I saw it, but there was a green screen behind. Uh-huh. So, like... I mean, actually, the actual video, I mean... I have, was it was a music video? Yeah, no, yeah. I have not. It's, it's a cool video. Yeah. Um, it was a really high budget, almost like a movie set. Really? Uh, probably, yeah. And it was at... Was it WB? I can't remember. I, like, that's, a, that's the one thing in uh, film I... I just will not do is music videos. That's what I hear yeah. a lot. It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think if you're working for a big, big name like that, it's it's worth it. You know. I've heard some horror stories. I have too. Yeah. I have too. I heard it's crazy. Yeah, it's like you work twenty hours mm-hmm. and you have like four hour turnaround times, mm-hmm. and then when you get back on set, the production managers yeah. are treating you like crap and mm. it's just it can get really bad it could yeah. be yeah but I, I i always think that it's mm-hmm. it's what you put out absolutely and that's the reason i mean that whole music video it's actually a, a crazy story because i was mm-hmm. only supposed to be a waitress in the the wait the restaurant scene uh-huh. and but a lot of things happened, and they and just they took a look at you. They're like, "We're gonna need <laughs> need you elsewhere." <laughs> no, I, I literally got to set, and I was just uh-huh. like, "All right, I'm here. What what do I do? Let's uh-huh. let's do this." And I was just having a good time. I was about to say that's that's really a lot of it. It's yeah, I've s- spoken on it before. It's like when you get to set and you show people like, "Hey, I'm just a person." Mm-hmm. You know, you don't right. come, you don't act like some big shot. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, wear, you know, like when the the pant, yeah, your britches are too big for yeah, you, yeah. and you're trying to like go oh, name drop and mm-hmm, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like people just want a a, exactly. a nice person to be exactly. around, exactly. Yeah, and you don't have to <laughs> to act. Yeah, you're not. you don't. And I feel that you you just that's like the number one thing. Just you have to just mm-hmm. be yourself and have a good time. Like, and that's why doing what you're passionate about is so important. You, Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I had a story like that actually. I I went on set and you know, I treat everyone basically 
yeah as a human right um <clears throat> this guy was this guy was humans, humans you know um <laughs> i mean what i get what you're saying you know what i, I mean I um I so i this guy was at the crafties mm -hmm. you know working at the crafty crafty by the way for the people that do <laughs> it's not the best thing the ever yeah it's basically like hey if your mom went to the store and got all the snacks mm -hmm. that you wanted and didn't want, I love crafties. and just put them all in a nice display with <laughs> drinks and stuff, that's what's on film sets. Some great film sets have these amazing displays. Mm -hmm. Some don't. Some don't. <laughs> yeah. Some is literally just a couple of muffins. Yeah, they'll but have yeah. muffins and chips, and they'll be like, have at it. <laughs> so, yeah, some crafties are crazy. Yeah. Um, like Grey's Anatomy crafties. Was it great? It's like three rooms of just food, and that's it just what, keeps coming. That's what you like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, no, but the, yeah, no, you, you can't, you, you can't be at crafties all day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, I, this guy was at mm -hmm. Crafty's. He was passing out, you know, food, and he was grabbing a bunch of stuff. So I asked him if he needed help, you know, throwing away his stuff. And I was yeah. just being a nice person. And yeah. then he ended up just being there. And he was actually the director. Really? And he was not the Crafty's guy, but I was nice to <laughs> him. Yeah. So he put me as a lead because he was like, "You're so cool. Like you're such yeah. a good person." And I was so, like, "Oh, thanks." So and I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm upping you and I'm like oh cool that's awesome but you know it's I feel like life life happens like that you know that, that is the crazy thing it's like you you never know who you're next to or who you're talking to especially in this town mm -hmm. and how one act of kindness or like I don't ever say like don't don't be kind to get ahead head mm -hmm. in life be kind to be kind right you know right don't do it with an agenda yeah because being fake is the easiest thing to oh, ever yeah. see. But you can yeah. see that, though. Oh, yeah. It's written Anybody all over knows. Anybody yeah. knows. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very apparent, especially <laughs> yeah. in this town. But, you know, like, um, just small things will could could get you ahead. Most of the time, not. You mm -hmm. know, but it's just being kind to be kind is awesome. Yeah. Uh, what, like, like uh, we were just talking about, you know, you've obviously worked in the business, you've worked music, you've worked television, you've worked multiple things. Is there any, like, uh, kind stories that you've ran into, like, because uh, Tom Segura, mm -hmm. I, I have a kind story about him. I ran it yeah. into him on set, and he, you know, gave me advice for being mm -hmm. a new comic. Mm -hmm. That's why he made Paul's yeah. Wall. Yeah, and, um, That's awesome. Yeah, do you have any maybe inspiring stories like that where, like, like, I know you said you ran into um, Marky Mark, and he was great, but, like, mm -hmm. anything ab above and beyond? Yeah, there's been a couple of people. I mean, there's been a lot of people. But, for example, my one of my one of my clients. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say his name just yeah. in case because he's very private. Um, oh, like you're just. Uh, personal trainer, by the way. So yeah. Only only celebrities. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> only celebrities kidding, were I'm not kidding. name dropped. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I have a, I have a really great client who he's 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 one of those really great guys where he's really successful. Yeah. And he's doing big things, you know, huge. Mm -hmm. But when I first met him, I didn't know that he was somebody big. Yeah. And so that's why he liked me and he wanted to train with me because I didn't see him as. A, a, you, you know, saw him as an individual. Right. I just wanted to help him out. So I started helping him out. And then I, I, fig I found out that he was actually a, a huge 
you know, he's, he, he works in the, the film industry. Uh-huh. Um, and I was just randomly telling him that I really, you know, oh, Monaco sounds, sounds cool. I really want to go to Monaco. Yeah. And then he goes, all right, uh, you should come with me with, for work. <laughs> you can train me there. Yeah. You know, and he had no agenda. Like he, he you know. There you go. We there were, you, uh, you know, he, yeah. nev- he never tried to make moves on me. He never did anything He's like just, that. He just really wanted me. Just a me. good guy. Really great guy. Mm-hmm. Took me to Monaco. You know, first <laughs> class Monaco. That's crazy. You know, yeah. Eric took me on the on the on a plane and just took me took me on a, a helicopter to Monaco. Really. Just everything was great, amazing, amazing. And then he he just wanted me to meet great people. Yeah. And so he just taught me you should do this, you should do this in the industry, you know. But he also taught me to be very humble and just yeah. be yourself you know you don't have to do anything in in this world to um get ahead by doing anything that you don't want to yeah and so i said you know what you're right so i just i just (laughs) i'm like you're right hop on this chopper (laughs) and take off have a good day it's amazing it's 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 great like and ever since then i i i know i realized that you really don't have to do anything that you don't want to, that you yeah. don't, you know, and just keep doing what you love. Yeah, I was supposed to say a lot of a lot of people in this industry, they they feel like they, you know, like they got to do these weird things to get ahead, mm-hmm. and it's like, yo, yeah, be you, baby boy. Yeah. Be you, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's crazy because it's like, uh, so how'd you go from like just kind of being like a gym rat to like, hey, I'm gonna take this as a professional. Um, you know, business mm-hmm. opportunity. Um, the biggest thing was because it changed my life. It, it changed mm-hmm. me so much, and, and it has helped me in such a huge way Yeah. that I said I wanted to do that for other people, even mm-hmm. if it was to just help one, you know, a couple of people. I wanted people to get inspired and get get help, Yeah. you know, wh- whatever it is that they're, you're struggling with. Especially, you know, I think fitness is such a such a – hard thing from a lot of people you know so what's the best way to contact you about fitness the website is it the, mo- the mommy <laughs> yeah, yeah. mommy dot com bang bang guys <laughs> we're whipping out the finger pistols again yeah that's crazy that is crazy but you know it's weird because i i did re- realize that about you i remember when we were we ran to the logan paul thing and, mm. and you're like oh and you're just stepping back up like there's nothing that happened I was like I was like oh I thought it was, thought it was uh, a cool guy from Ohio but he, he didn't seem so kind and you're like yeah okay, okay. <laughs> and like just moving on with your yeah. life what um it, it's uh crazy because like you kind of described yourself previously as more of an ugly duckling mm. you know turned into the the golden goose you know what I mean I didn't say that but I, I did. <laughs> I did. I'll give it to you but um you know that's an inspirational story. Mm. Um, now that is it is it almost like I, I have a friend who's a comedian. He he's like he doesn't um, necessarily see these uh, he doesn't see these um, celebrities as like a big like because me I get a little starstruck. Like mm. when I see Tom Segura, I'm like oh that's a big shot comedian. <laughs> Love you. Yeah. Uh, for for you, it seems like it's nothing. Was that always natural to you, or? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't get starstruck at all. Um, I just see everyone. I don't know. I one, I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't watch a lot of movies. So, 
<laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, I think that's 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 a big thing. Is it still? Yeah. I'm just making sure that. <laughs> it, it sounds weird. Okay. I think we're back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's, there's technical my, issues. Yeah, my my electronic uh, engineer or whatever you call it. <laughs> he uh, took a little break. Yeah, need yeah, the sound guy over here. Yeah, revamped. But um you know, I I remember you were living out in San Bernardino during the pandemic. Uh -huh. And uh, you always found a way like by the way, I, if you know what LA traffic is like, knowing yeah. someone that is so hard working that they'll come all the way to LA to get a yeah. workout in yeah. and they'll find a place to get showered, get ready, be go to auditions, then go and personal train people, then go and do kickboxing later, then go all the way back <laughs> to walk their dog and take care of their, mm -hmm. their their puppy and do all this stuff. It's just like it blows me away. And um, you know, like what's what was that always like a like the engine behind you? Was that always there no. or? I was super lazy. I used to be really <laughs> lazy. No, I didn't. I didn't want to do anything. Um, but you know, when I started telling myself that I needed to change, yeah, and st you know, I'm like, you know, what? whatever it takes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my dreams come mm -hmm. true. So I was in. If anybody knows where Rancho Cucamonga is, it's about Rancho. <laughs> it's about a three-hour traffic drive. So um, at 5 a.m., I'll wake up go to the gym yeah. in Hollywood, Hollywood gym. Yeah. I don't know if you know where that is, but it's a really old Hollywood gym. Um, classic. Cl it's, it's classic. It's right by the Runyon Canyon. But um, I would go train there. Yeah. And then I used to actually be a, a, a office manager in Skid Road in that area. In Skid Row? In Skid Row. Skid Row is gnarly. <laughs> I don't not, I do not know how a girl like you walks on Skid Row. It was crazy. I, I had a business there for, I was working there for 15 years. Oh, was that your family business? Mm -hmm. you were yeah, me about? With, my, with my dad, yeah. So we had a, we had a, a Japanese noodle company there oh. for 15, no, we were, we were, we had a company for 42 years. Really? Yeah, but we closed down during the pandemic. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh no, it's it's for the best. <laughs> now I have time to do my thing. There you go. Um, but yeah, so I, I and then I would go to Skid Road, and then from there I would go back to Hollywood, train again, yeah. and then I would drive all the way back to Rancho. So I was commuting probably nine hours a day. Nine hours a day, guys. <laughs> that is insane. But you know, I used to go up there at night, look at look up at the um, the skyline, and say, "This is where I'm gonna live. This is where I'm gonna live." I'll go up in the hills, you know, in Hollywood, and then and then I moved there a year later. So there you go. Make it happen. There you go. You know? Well, that's um, I just knowing you personally, um, I know that you do um, uh, you do charity work down at Skid Row, mm -hmm. and you I come was, and yeah. You, you feed there there's a for those of you who do not know uh, Skid Row is a large community of homeless people uh, primarily with that stay in tents outside of you know just on the street pretty much and uh, you know there's it, it's a little over my head why they're there and why why there's so many homeless people but uh, there's there is people that go down there and like it's not just, you know, like uh, Will Smith's son or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just regular people like Cindy and her friends. They'll go and they'll feed the homeless. And I just, you know, that's very inspiring 
for you to do, by the way, but you know, what gave you, was it just having the business in the community where you're like, I need to give a helping hand or what, what inspired you? And is there any way you could, you know, tell the viewers how mm. they would be able to? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the number one thing, I mean, I have to give a shout out to my friend Tyson. Um, he's the one that started the organization. Link in the description. Yeah, he does. He's an activist, so he does a lot of charity work. Um, and so he he asked me if I wanted to help him out, which it, it, the that's the thing. A lot of people think that it's it's they're not going to make a difference mm -hmm. by doing, you know, an yeah, hour yeah. or two of charity work. But it yeah. makes a huge difference when everyone comes together. Yeah. And so it r literally started with three of us, four of us, five of us, and it just Grew, grew like grew into like a 20 30 people huge work and you know we have our own tents we have yeah. we have uh help from um you know like euphoria the, the film like they, they actually help us with the food leftover oh, really? crafty yeah. food leftover food from um movie sets and that's a, I was about to say a little thing about movie sets mm -hmm. is you know it, working yeah. on the production side of it a lot of times you're way out in the middle of nowhere and you guys you have 30 extra meals that are mm -hmm. literally going to spoil in a few yeah. hours or you throw them away and mm -hmm. a lot of times you don't have the opportunity to come and drop them off right. to like a homeless person so it, it's great that it's they, they can do that yeah with, with we can that. feed like a hundred people that night from from all those food it's it's it, it changes their their night you know oh yeah yeah and so it's, uh, it's like just helping people in need you know, like, I work a spiritual program myself, and I, I realize one of the biggest uh, things that pushes me forward and keeps me within my own faith in the universe and all of that special stuff is just the concept or and the principle of helping someone in need. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, you know, you don't have to be someone special to get up and just move some something from you know point a to point b just to help person right. c mm -hmm. you know what i mean so yeah it's incredible watching you and like taking time out of your day mm. to to do things like that i love it yeah so yeah fucking it, it, it makes a huge difference that's totally yeah. inspiring mm -hmm. all right well we're gonna we're gonna go to commercial break guys commercial break. we'll be right back bang bang <laughs> all right guys welcome to paul jacoby podcast merch store as you can see, we got all the goodies. Here's a hoodie with a little logo on front and on back. That's crazy. We got that. We got coffee mugs. We got t-shirts. We got tanks. We got it all, baby. Now back to you in the podcast. Kaboom. All right, guys, and we are back. We're back. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah, so real quick, Cindy. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last segment that we really do here on the Paul Jacoby podcast is we give, you know, the, the advice. I, I always describe it as like, hey, if, if you ran into that uh, little Cindy, um, you know, 10 years ago, mm. and you could reach out to her and you'd say, hey, for, for modeling, do X, for acting, do Y, and for, you know, personal training, do Z, mm. you know, like what advice would you give to little Cindy that's that's sitting at home, maybe depressed and you know can't get off the couch or or whatever the situation might be? Yeah, 
you know that, that, that I've been thinking you know like with technology now yeah you can do anything <laughs> yeah. you literally you have your cell phone you can do anything and like when I was growing up we didn't really have much of that yeah you literally can click on YouTube now and type in I want to do this and yeah. then it, it would tell you exactly the steps to do it yeah so you know if, if you need help like that would be the best advice I give to mm -hmm. anybody but to my to the little me <laughs> little oh, Cindy man. out there hey little Cindy yeah like, <laughs> online but online is a good start but I, it, what I started to do was I would look at the people that I look up to mm -hmm. and ask them yeah um, is there any advices you can give me where can I start just go out there and ask so where would you start where would I start yeah. I did I, well, hmm I mean when I started I didn't have any help I kind of just did it myself but so yeah absolutely well if just, I was asked so me personally uh, when I wanted to start comedy what I did is I started probably two months before I ever hit an open mic mm. and I started writing right you know I started building up in my head I'm going to go do this mm -hmm. and eventually I built up the courage to get back on stage and I said I was going to give it a year after that mm. you know like Maybe that Cindy that was sitting around feeling bad for herself, mm -hmm. you know, uh, what advice would you give her? Like, like get, just get up off just the couch get up and do it and do it. Yeah. Where, whatever it is. I mean, even the, the smallest things go out and jog, mm -hmm. you know, if you want to start modeling, just get a, your mm -hmm. camera. So, uh, what advice would you get for physical or personal training? Personal trainer? Yeah. I think personal trainer, even for me, you know, it's a profession. Yeah. And it is a professional thing that you ha you you help other people with with their mm -hmm. especially with their body. So you need yeah. to get um, educated. Yeah. You know that, that you can't just go out and just do it. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, do uh, this. Oh, just do this. <laughs> yeah, I I say really really learn about the the human body because that's you learn so much from. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, you probably can learn just as much from going to class to mm -hmm. like maybe YouTube. You YouTube, know? yeah. Just a couple clicks away <laughs> YouTube from learning is a, a whole upper body workout, right? guys. Everything, YouTube. Mm -hmm. YouTube is great. <laughs> <laughs> so you were speaking earlier. I, I remember you were speaking about, um, you know, how you stepped into acting and being in front of a camera. Mm -hmm. um, was that just like an in the moment thing where you're like, okay, they recommended me to take acting classes, yeah. and you went to do that? Um, what was there anything other than acting classes that you would you would give out to the little Cindy? <laughs> little Cindy would never have thought <laughs> that she would want to be in front of the camera. So really, oh yeah, she had no confidence. So try new things, maybe. Try new things. Yeah. You never know what your talent is. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I never thought I would like fitness. I just wanted to. <laughs> I just wanted to look good. That, that's it. And yeah, then, I totally get that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like for me, it's like. You, you don't know until you know. Yeah. And it's like, you, meaning, you don't know until you do. Try everything. Yeah, yeah Why not? But uh, was there anything else that you wanted to, to let our viewers know before we close out? Um, what? Uh, maybe you can comment what you want to hear next. Yeah. In the comment. next episode. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was about to say, we'll bring Cindy back and yes. complete anything you guys yeah, want to know. fun. Yeah, ask but, us uh, questions or whatever in the comment. Mm -hmm. Questions in the comments. And always remember, guys, laugh, live, love. 
<laughs> is that, did I say that in the right L order? L, live, laugh, L, L, L. Okay, got it. <laughs> all right, but that's all we got. Th thank you, Cindy, thank you. for coming on that's the podcast. And thank you guys for watching. All right, thank you for jo joining us on the Paul Jacoby Podcast. Bye, guys.